Hello and welcome to another episode of Yoga for Latter-day Saints, a podcast where we discuss ways to improve worship using yoga practice. Today we're going to discuss the next two sutras, which talk a little more about meditation and how the teachings in these sutras and from the gospel can help us to become better disciples of Jesus Christ and improve physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. Sutra number 40 reads, Through the mastery of meditation on the smallest of the small and the largest of the large, one gains control over the senses. The idea behind this sutra is that by sharpening and stabilizing the mind through concentrated focus, you can gain the ability to regulate and control the senses. This control over the senses allows you to overcome distractions and external influences, leading to a deeper state of focus. By cultivating this mastery over the senses, you become less susceptible to being swayed by external stimuli, desires, or attachments, and it promotes a sense of inner balance, clarity, and self-control. In our discussions on the Bayesian brain theory in episodes three and four, we discussed how our brain predicts and interprets the world based on sensory inputs and prior knowledge and experiences. It seeks a delicate balance between what it expects and what it perceives, shaping our understanding and guiding our responses to various situations. Relating Bayesian brain theory to the sutra, when we attain mastery in meditation, we train our brain to allocate attention more effectively. By engaging in focused meditation, we enhance our capacity to selectively attend to relevant sensory cues while disregarding distractions. Meditation assists in regulating our sensory expectations and prior beliefs. Through sustained focus, we heighten our awareness and attunement to sensory experiences. This can lead to a more accurate perception of reality as our brain actively updates its internal models based on incoming sensory information. It's also important to note that our brain's response to present situations is influenced by past experiences and emotionally charged events. These past encounters shape our neural pathways and can impact how we interpret and react to current stimuli. Meditation offers a means to cultivate self-awareness and introspection, enabling us to examine and address any biases or emotional baggage that might color our responses. To put it simply, imagine you're engaged in a task requiring concentration, but your surroundings are filled with distractions. Your phone beeps, music blares, Memories of previous events flood your mind and various stimuli compete for your attention. However, if you've mastered meditation, you possess the power to resist these distractions and maintain an unwavering focus on what truly matters. Sutra number 41 reads, for the purpose of countering negative thoughts, cultivate the opposite thought. This sutra suggests that when negative or undesirable thoughts arise during the practice of meditation, you should cultivate the opposite thought or attitudes to counteract them. It emphasizes the importance of consciously redirecting the mind towards positive and uplifting thoughts. For example, if your mind is filled with anger, you should cultivate thoughts of kindness and compassion as an antidote. Similarly, if the mind is clouded with doubt, cultivating thoughts of confidence and faith can counteract it. By actively engaging in this practice of cultivating the opposite thought, you learn to develop control over your mental state. It helps to create a positive shift in your perception and emotional well-being, leading to a more harmonious and focused state of mind. As we discussed in the last episode, the default mode network refers to a set of brain regions that are active during periods of rest, introspection, and self-referential thinking. 
It's also associated with mind-wandering, daydreaming, and the generation of spontaneous thoughts and narratives. In the context of this sutra, cultivating the opposite thought can be seen as a way to regulate or redirect the activity of the default mode network. When negative or unhelpful thoughts arise, actively engaging in cultivating positive thoughts can be seen as a deliberate intervention to shift the activity of the default mode network towards more positive and constructive mental states. The default mode network is known to be involved in self-referential thought processes, including rumination and negative self-talk. By consciously cultivating the opposite thought, you interrupt the default patterns of negative thinking and disrupt the self-referential loops that can perpetuate negative emotional states. Moreover, the cultivation of positive thoughts can be related to the concept of cognitive reappraisal. Cognitive reappraisal is a cognitive strategy where you reinterpret or reframe a situation to modify the emotional response. It involves consciously altering your thoughts or beliefs about a situation to generate a more positive or adaptive emotional state. Doctrine and Covenants 123, 16-17 reads, You know, brethren, that a very large ship has benefited very much by a very small helm in the time of a storm, by being kept workways with the wind and the waves. Therefore, dearly beloved brethren, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power, and then we may stand still with the utmost assurance to see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. As we shift our focus from negative thoughts and anxieties to a mindset of hope and faith and consciously cultivate positive thoughts and redirect attention to the promises of God, we can interrupt the default patterns of negative thinking. In the face of challenges, we can reframe our perspectives and interpret the situation in light of God's promises. This cognitive reappraisal enables us to modify our emotional response, moving from distress to resilience and hope. Changing our mindset will allow us to achieve a sense of stillness as described in Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. We will have the ability to release the burdens that weigh heavy on the soul, let go of worries and fears, and simply be present in the moment. And in 1 Kings 19.12, the prophet Elijah is given as an example of this peace in the turmoil as he stands on the mountaintop, witnessing the awesome power of nature unleashed. An earthquake rattles the ground beneath his feet, followed by a fierce fire that devours all in its path. Yet God's presence is not found in the chaos. Instead, it comes as a still, small voice. In that gentle whisper, God makes himself known. It's a lesson, a revelation that the voice of God can be heard amidst the silence of the soul, amidst the tranquility that settles within. Together, these scriptures paint a portrait of stillness as a spiritual practice. It is the art of finding calm amidst the storm, of trusting in a power greater than ourselves. It's the deliberate act of quieting the mind, listening for the whispers of the divine, and opening our hearts to the transformative presence of God. In the embrace of stillness, we discover peace, we deepen our connection to the sacred, and we become attuned to the gentle voice that guides us on our journey. Meditation can serve as a powerful tool to help us cultivate stillness, not only during our dedicated practice, but throughout our entire day. By setting aside intentional time for meditation, we train our minds to quiet the noise, let go of distractions, and find inner peace. Through constant practice, we become more attuned to the present moment, allowing us to navigate life's challenges with greater clarity and calmness. 
as we incorporate moments of mindfulness and stillness into our routines, whether it's taking a few conscious breaths during a hectic day or pausing to appreciate the beauty around us, we can tap into the reservoir of tranquility that meditation has nurtured within us. Ultimately, this ongoing practice of stillness enables us to experience a deeper connection with ourselves, others, and the divine, fostering a sense of well-being and resilience in the face of life's inevitable storms. For today's practice, we're going to do a meditation focused on stillness. To begin the practice, find a quiet and comfortable place where you won't be disturbed. Get in a comfortable position with your spine straight and your hands resting gently at your sides or in your lap. If you feel comfortable doing so, close your eyes, but if not, just soften your gaze and let your focus rest somewhere in front of you. Begin by bringing your attention to the present moment. Feel the sensation of your breath as you inhale and exhale. Allow your breath to become slow, deep, and natural. Let go of any tension or stress in your body with each exhale, allowing yourself to fully relax and become present in the moment. Bring your awareness to the present moment letting go of any thoughts or worries about the past or future. As thoughts arise, acknowledge them without judgment and gently guide your attention back to the present. Shift your focus to your breath. Notice the sensation of the breath as it enters and leaves your body. Feel the gentle rise and fall of your abdomen or the coolness of the air as you inhale and the warmth as you exhale. Allow your breath to be your anchor, grounding you in the present moment. Now bring your attention to the stillness within you. Imagine that you are entering a serene sanctuary, a place of perfect peace and tranquility. Visualize the sanctuary in a way that resonates with you, a beautiful meadow, a quiet forest, or a serene beach. Allow your inner sanctuary to unfold in your mind's eye. As you dwell in this inner sanctuary, become aware of the stillness that surrounds you. Feel the absence of noise, distractions, and busyness. Embrace the gentle silence and let it permeate your entire being. This is a sacred space of deep inner calm. Now direct your attention inward. Notice any thoughts, emotions, or sensations that may arise. Observe them without judgment, simply allowing them to pass through your awareness like clouds drifting across the sky. Release any attachments to these thoughts and return to the stillness within. 
As you bask in the stillness, invite a sense of peace and tranquility to wash over you. Allow it to penetrate every cell in your being, bringing a profound sense of relaxation and contentment. Feel the peace radiating within you, expanding and filling the space around you. Stay immersed in this quiet, still sanctuary for as long as you desire, savoring the blissful peace and tranquility that it offers. Whenever distractions or thoughts arise, gently guide your focus back to the stillness within, the sanctuary of serenity that resides at the core of your being. Take a few moments to express gratitude for the experience of stillness and the opportunity to connect with your inner sanctuary. Carry this sense of stillness and tranquility with you as you gradually return to your surroundings, knowing that you can access this inner peace at any time. When you feel ready to end the practice, take a few deep breaths and slowly open your eyes. Take a moment to notice how you feel both physically and mentally. Allow yourself to carry this sense of mindfulness and presence with you as you go about the rest of your day. As we finish up today, I want to thank you for listening in and remind you of the words of Sister Lisa Harkness. In times of turmoil, our faith can be stretched to the limits of our endurance and understanding. Waves of fear can distract us, causing us to forget God's goodness, thus leaving our perspective short-sighted and out of focus. Yet it is in these rough stretches of our journey that our faith can be not only tried, but fortified. May we trust him, obey his commandments, and with faith hear him say, Peace, be still. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to get in touch through the Yoga for LDS Facebook page or email at yoga the number four, LDS at gmail.com.